0: Hello guys and welcome back to World is Crazy to Crazy Grace's podcast. Now you guys can listen or watch this podcast on YouTube or any podcast streaming platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, anywhere. Remember, you guys could support this podcast by using the support button on Anchor and this will really help me to continue making the Spotify episode for you guys. Alright, so in today's episode, we are going to be talking about all about auditions. Now, and so surprising because everybody is from... Global and you guys love K-pop and you guys want to audition and you want some tips All right So I've been to countless auditions and I've failed countless auditions now life advice that I got from someone They always say you always learn from your failures if if you're gonna talk to someone that has never failed Which is impossible. You're not gonna learn anything So I'm gonna be running down everything from what you need to wear what song you should pick what dances and what I learned from Auditions that I passed and that I failed because you guys know I made a video before that I went to audition for SM, JYP, YG, and many other countless auditions, and it was nerve wracking for me. So let's just warm up this podcast with 10 common amateur mistakes that a lot of people make and I've made because like I said, I failed countless times. And if someone told me this, if someone told me this when I was a 16 year old auditioning, damn, would I have accelerated way faster? So number one, companies do not come with the formula of what they're looking for. A lot of people that I see sometimes online, I don't really look this up, but I know that a lot of people say, well, I feel like they look for this and this and this and this. You have to do this, 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 this. Not really. There is no formula. They're actually just looking for pure talent. Like I said, they simply look for talent. So if you got what it takes to be a star and they see that in that auditions, then you'll be picked. There is no this and that. There is only what they... Feel at the moment? Do they see something for you for the future? Do you have what it takes? Did you stand up from other people? What kind of talent did you have? Number two, and this is the biggest, biggest one out of all the list, and it is that people often don't have kibongi or basic skills. We call it kibongi in Korea, which is like the base root of anything. Basic skills is something that is in every profession of life. If you don't have the basic skills, which means you can't run before you crawl. So what I recommend is it's important to always get your basic practice done. You could do this by yourself if you can. It is actually easier if you have a teacher, such as get some dance lessons, get some singing lessons, get some basic lessons. Do not go and jump into Ariana Grande's, ah, of song right off the bat when you don't know how to sing don't go into some extreme twerking or freaking you know that dance level up level up level up level up that that thing is so hard right i mean don't go into that dance you cannot do a choreography unless you're a natural dancer but even as a natural dancer i think you everyone needs the basic skills right a lot of people and including me i jumped into learning choreography before learning how to bounce learning how to do steps learning how to groove which are like the most basic things you need to know that's why people who never got the basic lessons done it seems like you know their dance is loose it seems like there's something missing about their dance there's no power there's no like lines to it lines are very important when you're dancing and I remember I am NOT the best dancer at all I remember when I was training dance was the hardest thing for me because I was more like a vocalist so dance was really hard so I know I've been yelled at so well not yelled at but I've been into trouble because because I couldn't dance. And lines and power was one of my lacking skills. So I remember we did this like hand line thing for hours and hours. And also you need to know how to control your power, how to do weird different steps. You need to know how to like listen to the beat and actually like groove on it. Please practice. If you do not have any financial support, then you can just turn on YouTube daisies. There's a really great video where you could do workouts, exercise, and learn kibongi or basics. I'll put a link down below. I love following this person. And I promise you everything else will go into nice harmony. and these things take years guys like i was such a momchi we call it in korean momchi are people who can't dance like who can't groove there's no groove in their body but i fixed it by literally doing the bouncings and like practicing for years so this does not take one month this takes years you need to be prepared to commit to it also the reason why basics are so important is that if you're ever in a situation where you need to perform in front of 10,000 people and if you have an anxiety problem you have a problem you can't dance in front of people if you just learn the basics and it's very strong you will always score mediocre and not terrible you know what I mean you will always. you might not do your best but you will always do mediocre but not terrible number three people go into auditions seeking perfection judges are never looking for professions because they're looking for people that can be a potential star They're looking for potentials, they're not looking for perfections at all, and this was one of the things that stressed me out the most when I used to auditions because I just was so stressed that I could not get something perfect, that I wasn't good at dancing, that I wasn't good at singing, that I was nervous, that it was this and that. They're only looking for a potential of someone becoming a star next one people are afraid of judges this is one thing that i really wish that i could get over in the past because i didn't know actually how who were the judges were so let's just talk about who the judges are they're usually not the top people unless i guess if you get into the really final rounds or if you guys are actually a trainee you're not gonna meet the top people they're usually just casting people they're usually just staff members they're usually people that are maybe in place of people that are casting members producers they're not really like the top people not saying that they're not important but but I'm just saying you don't need to be intimidated by them thinking that they're like the president or something because they're not they're just there to see talent and that's it that's their job so never ever think the judges are scary because they're not they're just sitting there for hours and days auditioning so I'm sure they're going to be really tired and look scary but don't ever be intimidated by that the next one which this applies to only k-pop korean auditions I don't think this applies to any other auditions, in my opinion. So, the next one is people go into auditions with too much color, too much personal color. What I mean by this is, you know, it could be your makeup, it could be your hair, it could be your clothing, it could be your attitude. Now, when it comes to Korean auditions, Korean people want to see a clear palette. This is something that pretty much all companies that I've ever talked to told me. They want to see a clear palette because Korean. Korean entertainment, K-pop is about putting a concept on you. They want to literally put something on you and you become literally, I guess, the concept that they want you to be. Because in Korean culture, they want you to be obedient. That's not a bad word, you guys. Being obedient is not a bad thing. It could be, but it's not. That's basically what K-pop is about. Until you are really famous and you really made it, you have to be obedient. Are there exceptions? Yes, there are exceptions. I mean, let's just say you're literally like Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, whatever you say it. That's more like one out of a million people. That's one out of a million auditioners out there. And I'm not saying this to discourage anyone. I'm saying this to see things realistically. And it's okay if you're not Billie Eilish. Work on your skills. Come back. That's totally fine. Tone down maybe some of your hair colors or hairstyles. Tone down some of your clothes. you know tone down things and let them see you in a natural form that's what they love next one people go into auditions having too much high hopes and expectations never go into auditions with high hopes and this is again something that has stressed me out because I went in there with so much fire and so much passion and I was like this is it if I don't make it I'm gonna kill myself (laughs) just kidding but you know it makes you so depressed once you didn't make it or once you didn't do well You don't go into anywhere with high expectations or high hopes. That's only going to make it really bad. That's only going to give you so much more nervousness. No, go in there, just do your thing, and that's it. Come out. If you didn't make it, move on with your life. If you did, great, but doesn't mean you're there yet. A lot of people have this, you know, thoughts that if I made first round, oh shit, that means I'm something. No. Keep on practicing, keep on working, keep on being humble, but of course, confidence at the same time. This is gonna lead to the next one. People are afraid of messing up before they audition. This is obviously a natural thing for any human being. When you go into auditions, you don't wanna mess up because you're scared, you wanna make it. You know, you have these high hopes, but never be afraid to be imperfect. Confidence is the key, you guys, and when you are overthinking with all these things, it's just gonna bring you down. Next, amateur mistakes you only cling on to K-pop. Now, this might sound a little bit harsh, but you have to hear me out. Unless you're full Korean and you only know Korean, you grew up in Korea, obviously, the only major option you have is making in Korea in your own country. But if you are from different countries, if you even know how to speak English or know how to speak your own country language, and you only cling on to K-pop auditions or cling on to becoming an only K-pop artist, You, in my opinion, are not serious about becoming an artist. When it comes to being an artist, doesn't matter. Don't label yourself into K-pop. Don't label yourself into this or that. You are an artist. That's it. If you're a real artist, you can make it anywhere, globally, in America, in your country, anywhere. If you want to audition to K-pop, that's amazing. Do it. But like I said, don't cling on to it. You are an artist. No labels. No race. Nothing attached to it. Next one, I believe this is the last one. You get jealous easily. One of my biggest problem was when I would get so jealous if someone else makes it. If there was a, someone in the room in the line of that global edition and someone was better than me, I got so jealous and I got so nervous because that person was like up here and I'm down here and my ego was like down here by the time I knew that person was better than me. There's always naturals. There's always gonna be someone that's smarter and better than you. Just accept it. That's going to drive you to do better. That's That's gonna fuel, that's your fuel. There's gonna be people who are natural, you guys. I wasn't born as a natural singer or a dancer or nothing. I was not a natural music artist first of all I couldn't even sing the right notes or even know how to get the rhythm but I always wanted to be an artist but there was always those people who were so good since the day they were born like they just know how to do it and that's okay because you know why there's also something called 노력파. 노력파 is like people who made through practice over and over and over again there's naturals and there's 노력pas people who can do it through practice and that's me i did it through years and constant discipline of my body and my mind and that's how i got to where i am and do what i do so never ever be ashamed never ever be jealous too overly jealous i mean jealous is a natural emotion so so let's break down into a little bit more precisely and let's go into singing what songs you gotta sing what they look for and things like that so what kind of song should you sing i get this question the most so now they say you have about five seconds to get the judges attention yeah they'll let you sing for 10-15 seconds and they'll cut you off you know out of respect right you can't sing something very low and start off there because you don't have enough time what koreans especially like is they love power and they love high notes western countries auditions might be different but in korea they love strong high notes so i remember when i would go into auditions and i would sing something a little bit mediocre like in the range they would say can you sing something powerful can you can you reach the high notes right so when you only have 15 seconds to sing sing Something that is high and powerful. Of course, if you can't sing high, don't sing it. But if you can, just know that is you know something that's gonna grab their attention. Unless, like I said, you're Billy Elliott and you know how to do that things and master it. I remember when I went to this JYP auditions, I, I forgot what I sang, but obviously I sang with something really low. When you sing something low, the thing is when you have this nervousness as well, because you're so nervous when you're in an audition, your voice starts to crack because you have. no power in your voice that's why it's easier to sing powerful high notes in auditions rather than singing low notes because it takes a lot of power and breathing to sing low notes unless like I said you're one out of the million where you have a very unique style and a voice people often always ask what language should I sing Korean Chinese English now I personally say sing whatever makes you confident obviously it's a Korean entertainment and so you should prepare a Korean song and know how to pronounce it well and really sing in a Korean flow because the Korean language the flow when you sing it is very different than English and I just say you should sing in whatever language you are comfortable in because if you sing something that you're not comfortable in it's gonna affect the way you sing it's gonna affect the way you present things so just sing what you're comfortable in and definitely prepare multiple songs because they're going to be asking you to sing Multiple, if they do seem a little interested. So I remember I went into this audition. I remember it was SM audition in Korea, and they told me to sing like three, four songs. And I remember I had them prepared, but I wish I had something. I wish I just had ten songs that I prepared because you know, obviously, because obviously you'd rather be safe than sorry. Next one, if you have any other talents, prepare it, master it, such as rapping, dance, jokes, rather that's your looks, rather that's comedy, rather that's agil, whatever might be have some other talents because in these days it's really all about being jack of all trades right and when you're in audition know how to freestyle to any song any beat this is really hard if you are not a natural dancers or if you're not interested in dancing or if you don't know how to dance right this was the hardest thing for me now one thing that i should have known was that you don't have to be a perfect choreographer you don't need to memorize a the whole choreography at all. They just wanna know how you groove. They want to know if you can at least, you've got the groove and the beats and you know how to dance, basically. They want to know that you have a rhythm in your body. Ooh, this one is a good one. So I remember when I was a trainee, The thing that I used to do the most was look down at the floor. Whenever I was singing, whenever I was dancing, whatever I was doing, I remember they always criticizing me. You are always looking at the floor, Grace. And this is one thing um, that you do have to fix eventually, where you should look at the camera, you should look at the person, you should look at whoever it might be. Don't look at the floor too much unless you're like moving. Looking at the floor actually makes you seem nervous, shy, and not confident. So always try to look up. Let's go into looks, Because some people always ask me, does looks matter? Does looks matter? Are they only looking for skills? Number one, looks does matter if you have it. And what I mean is looks is one of the characteristics you could have to pass an audition. But anyway, the main point is in K-pop auditions, it's best to look clean. And especially most of you guys will be young anyways. You guys are probably in your teens or pre-teens when you're auditioning because in global auditions, I believe there's an age limit. Another thing is age and again, appearance. Now, age does matter. It does matter when you're in a global rookie auditions, unless you're an already established artist auditioning, which is way way different topic I'll talk about but age does matter when you're having a global editions. unless like I said you're an already established artist or if you know someone through connections through your family or close personal, and they're looking for I don't know maybe a special artist I think if you're a solo artist, they don't care too much about your age like I said if you already have that basics and they could debut you really fast then it won't matter but global auditions I believe there's even an age limit there's different factors on the How I passed certain auditions. And number one thing that is actually kind of like luck based is I passed two auditions because it was an opportunity that the company was looking for. So sometimes it has to be the right timing, right? It kind of has to be like a luck thing. I remember when I got into my first auditions in the company with the girl group, they were purposely looking for an English member. They were purposely looking for someone that, you know, was a main vocalist or knew how to sing. So in that way, I passed the auditions because I just fit into what they were looking for. It was actually a private audition, I guess. It was through someone that I knew. So I do have to say knowing someone, I wouldn't say it's an advantage, but it's definitely a great experience to know someone and have this like private audition. The next thing that they told me was I passed because I also sang very confidently as I can loudly and I was nervous, but I remember thinking in that audition because it was in like this photo studio, and he all of a sudden said, Yo, get up and sing. Well, he didn't say it like that, but he was like, Let me hear you sing, let me see you dance, and that's what I did. And I remember in that moment, I was like, This is live or die, this is me making it or I'm just going to go back to America and have failed in my dream. So I did everything that I can with my passion. Although I was so nervous, I remember at that moment. I sang loudly. I sang confidently, although I was shy inside. And that's one thing that gave me some points, was making myself look very confident. And one thing that I have to say brought me down for a very long time was having no stage experience. This is something very important for a lot of amateur artists again my mistake was I was too shy to ever have a stage experience so anytime you have any busking experiences you could busk outside rather you're doing in front of your family your friends whoever it might be if you have any talent shows in your school go to it if you have any opportunities force yourself upon there so you get out of the shyness nervousness characteristics because having experience is only going to make it better if you have no experience it's obviously going to be very nerve-wracking. So if you have a lot of stage experiences, it's going to eventually take away that stage fright. Okay, McKenna says, should we start a big company to audition or should we go to little companies? What is a big no-no at auditions? So what I think is you shouldn't be contemplating big or small. Just don't go to a company that is, I recommend that is new, that had no experience in this industry that's a big mistake a company that has no artists to their name a company that is new a company that seems like a scam don't go to them how do trainee idols who start out as teenagers manage school life So I remember in the training days, there was obviously girls who still went to high school or middle school. I think in middle school, they make you finish the whole school. But high schoolers, I remember, they went to a specific school that was an art school. In Korea, you have an option to actually go to special high schools. In like the Western countries, you go to special high schools when you are in college. So most of the trainees are actually in art schools. They have this like special thing with the companies. If you're a trainee, you get to leave the company early, like After 3rd or 4th period. Kyun Baby says. If there's an American trainee. Do they get treated the same or differently? Well I've never seen an American trainee. Unless you're talking about someone that's gyopo. Or someone that's Korean American. But I did see someone that was from another Asian country. Like I I remember there was a Japanese trainee. There was a trainee from Indonesia. Or was it Thailand? No no she was from Thailand sorry. Do they get treated differently? Well a little bit. I mean obviously they don't speak the perfect Korean I remember. So they would obviously not be able to say certain things to them. If they lack at something, If obviously they're not going to understand if you scream in Korean or criticize them in Korean. So I guess in a way they would be more lenient in that way. Some trainees, I remember they got paid for their food and like metro tickets because they obviously brought that from another country. So you have to take care of them. But other than that, pretty much everything was the same, I think. Blink1 says, do they really go for external beauty of trainees of selecting them or is that just a misconception? Uh, That's not a misconception nor is it false or true because they do pick people who are beautiful, but they also pick people based on their talents. So like I said, beauty is one of the skill factors you can have along with singing, dancing, rapping, and other things. I've got also a lot of questions about finance, plastic surgery, and different things. And you guys, don't worry about those right now. Only worry about your skills. If you're really serious about becoming an artist, worry about those. And if you do become a trainee or if if you do make it these auditions and you go into them, then maybe it'll become a problem. But right now don't focus on those sarah chung says obviously a lot of kids start training fairly young but do you think any companies will accept people that are over 20 well depends if you're literally 20 or if you're 28 I guess, like I said, if they're looking for solo singers that are already established, either you have to be already established or you have to be really freaking talented and become a solo singer and they're looking for you. I think if you are really talented and you're solo singer, I guess it doesn't matter how old you are. Or if you're already established artist, it doesn't matter how old you are because you already have that fan base and they could just push you out immediately. But if you're doing like a global auditions or trying to audition for a big company and you're not an already established artist, It's probably a little bit hard if you're a bit older because everything is about age in Korea as well But again, that doesn't mean you're not going to make it. Always try. Why not? Just try Lubriant says for singing auditions what song do you recommend as singing this is just my personal opinion you don't have to follow this sing whatever you're confident in but I sh- I personally say sing something that is timeless song something you could relate to the judge or anyone else in that room timeless songs such as old songs that are powerful you know songs that maybe everybody knows or songs that moves an artist or move to you such as like Whitney Houston something that is really Powerful and timeless is my opinion but you don't have to like i said at the end of the day sing whatever you're good at so last thing that i want to wrap up with is that if you're serious about becoming an artist if you're serious about doing this you wouldn't limit yourself to a genre always reach higher than what you're thinking of don't limit yourself to any country or genre if you are serious about becoming a musical artist or a talent or an entertainer you could do it and it doesn't matter where you are also if you're and love music there's other choices you know you could become a vocal trainer independent artist you could be a commercial singer like what I do a lot of the times you could be a songwriter you could be a producer you could be many different things you could be all of these if you want technically so you don't have to like I said limit yourself and be too down and depressed if you don't make it because there's many different choices and who knows you might end up being really great at one of these that's other than a K-pop artist so thank you guys so much for listening if you guys enjoy that remember to hit the like button remember to support this podcast and remember to leave a comment down what you guys have thought and i put just my good energy and good luck to you guys i love you guys thank you guys so much for watching and listening and see you guys in my next podcast bye